Let us begin, Baruch Hashem, a new day, a new opportunity of life, and an opportunity to, to see things the way we choose to th- see things. We are, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to have a memory and we're blessed to have habit, uh, but it's also a curse to have memory and it's a curse to have habit and to have things that we are used to doing just because we do them, as we've said many times, that Paro is Gematria Hashana, Paro is Tichbar Avoda, is the concept of the wheel is spinning but the hamster is dead, which means that we're just in rote and we're just doing whatever we're doing. There's Herigal and we just are doing the habits and living today as Sunday, like we lived on Thursday, like we are live tomorrow. And the power of the Jewish people, as we've seen actually in Mitzrayim, is Achodesh HaZelachem, is Be'eretz Mitzrayim. That was when the mitzvah of, thank you so much, the mitzvah that was given to the Jewish people of Dafka in Mitzrayim, in the klipa, in the power, and the, and the, the resistance of the ability for a person to renew himself and to look at a day as a fresh day, as a new day, as a new me, ultimately, that's what it means. That, uh, or the tzaddikim say that, that a person could go ahead and ain va'atel lush and tshuva, is that when a person is able to start fresh and we count after the moon is to teach us, especially as we're coming to HaChodesh HaZelachem, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the most, one of the most powerful, Amir Tashem. We'll learn about the day of Rosh Chodesh Nisan is one of the most powerful days. The Arizal brings that uh, Rosh Hashanah, it's Rosh Hashanah, we know it's a Machlokas, in the Gemara, between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer, when the world was created, was it created on the first of Nisan, or was it created on the first of Tishrei? Now we, as uh, Jews, we celebrate, we know Rosh Chodesh Tishrei as the Rosh Hashanah, as the new year. Is Rosh Hashanah, is the new year, is, is Tishrei. That's Rosh, our, our Rosh Hashanah. But uh, the Rabbeinu Tam brings in Toysus, in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, he brings down that, that really brings a stira, Eilu ve'elu divrelakim chayim, very important, Toysus, Tzvi Amir Tashem, you'll get to it soon, Rabbi Tzvi, unless you got to it already. So Toysus says over there that, that it's a, Eilu ve'elu divrelakim chayim, is that really, it's both. That Rosh Chodesh Nisan, you hear this everybody? Rosh Chodesh Nisan is also, we paskin, is Rosh Hashanah. Just, just there it was Allah B'Machshava. Allah B'Machshava was Tishrei. Tishrei is Allah B'Machshava. And the actual Rosh Hashanah that the world was created is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That was actually when the world was created. The world was not created on, and, and of course, when we're talking about the world being created, we're talking about Adam Rishon being created. Because the world was created in Chavhei Elul or Chavhei Chavhe Adar. Chavhei Adar was when the world actually was created. And, and the Adam was created on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. 
Rosh Chodesh Nisan is Hachodesh Hazeh Lachem. Hachodesh Hazeh Lachem. I remember sitting on an airplane, must have been a few years ago, uh, when I was uh, leaving here, probably for Pesach. I think I left here because I used to go home when we just made Aliyah. We went back to America for the first two, three years. I remember I went back to help my parents make Pesach. And I remember being on the plane and I was recording a shear for everyone uh, on, in, on the plane of HaChidosh HaZelachem. HaChidosh HaZelachem is the power of the Jewish people is the power of Chadesh. That's the whole yomtiv of, of Pesach. The whole yomtiv of Pesach is we clean ourselves we become pure, we become new. It's when the Jewish people literally renew themselves. And it's the power of a Jew. A Jew got out of Mitzrayim. Meitzar is, is that I'm stuck. Mitzrayim is the fact that I am, I am bound by something, which is the power of Paro. The power of Paro is that I can't change. And, and I promise everybody here, the older you get, as they say, you can't teach an old dog, new tricks. new tricks, right? It's easier to teach a dog because a dog doesn't have, doesn't have dots. <laughs> if you can't teach an old dog new tricks, for sure you can't teach an old man new tricks. Right? You would think it's the opposite. Oh, a dog, it's a dog. No, it's fucker. What do you mean? A person is much more stuck in his ways. And the more a person can learn that a Jew is never stuck in his ways. A Jew that Sadiqim when Issa Zalman Meltzer on his 80th birthday, we can't imagine who Issa Zalman Meltzer, just to mention his name, nobody even here knows, you know, maybe some of the older crew over here has heard of Issa Zalman Meltzer. Issa Zalman Meltzer was the schwer of Rebaran Cutler. I'm saying, we don't know Rebaran Cutler, you know what I'm saying? Lakewood, yeah, whatever. It's not Lake, it's whatever, you know what I'm saying? Shaykhus, Rebaran Cutler's schwer. Rizal Alman Meltzer, Mamash Agoyin Oilom. And he said on his 80th birthday, okay, now that I'm 80, it's time for me to begin learning Ian. Right? Now I'm going to start learning Ian. I was like, could you imagine what I'd say? Right? Now I'm starting to learn Ian at 80 years old. Saying a Jew, a Jew, a Jew is always machadish himself. A Jew is always renewing himself. And by the way, the Arizal says, I didn't even say it with the Arizal, the Arizal says is that at Rosh Hashanah of Nisan, is the Rosh Hashanah for the Neshama. The Rosh Hashanah for the Guf is Rosh Hashanah is, is, is Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. It's called by Olam Avram Lefanecha, the Goyim, the, 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 the whole co- cosmic uh, you know, being comes in front of Hashem on Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, the one that we celebrate. But Rosh Chodesh Nisan is a time dafka for Klal Yisrael, dafka for the Neshama, for everyone's Neshama, to have a tremendous, tremendous renewal in his Avodos Hashem, in a, in, a, in a freshness, as I saw brought down many, many years ago from, from it's actually on the same shtickle as, as that he says, Ein Vatal Lashen Shuva, from the Arg Dalyo, who brings down, from Gedal Yashor, that he brings down is that, is that you see from the Bria what's going on in Shamayim. Minashamayim, you see what's going on in the Bria when the way it is physically. Just like in the winter, it means it's a time, right, by Hanukkah, it's a time where it's the darkest, it's the longest nights and the shortest days. So the, so the Limud is in Shamayim, there's a Choshech, Choshech Zuyavan, right? The Greeks were able to be Shoilet during a time of darkness because they represented darkness. 
So too, when things start, ah, uh, things start budding and the flowers start going and you feel that freshness of post-Purim getting ready for Pesach, there's a freedom that's in the air. Zakta Argdalyo is brought down, I think, Bashem the Maral. The Maral says that the Pshat is that when you feel something in the air, it's a, it's a, it's Shefa from, from Shemayim. That's what's going on in Shemayim. When it's going, there's a reason by Yom Nairayim, on Elul, Rosh Hashanah, there's a Yira. Why? Because in Shemayim, in Shemayim, there's stuff going on. Whatever goes on, Lemata is a correspondence to Lamala. That's the way, that's the way, that's the way it works. In this world, this world is a is a shadow of what's going on in the real world. This world is a is a right. This world is a silly world, as we see. I was so excited. I didn't think how quick I'd start talking about Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. But the shot is that no, no, I'm saying that's the world that we live in. This wacko world is a world of stupidity. This world is a world of stupidity. You have to remember that this world, and the only way to make this world not a stupid world is when you're able to break it open and crack it open and see the panemius, like Rav Nachman Lekutimaran in his first piece. He says to see the Seichel Shabachol Dover. That's not a Breslov concept. It's a Jewish concept. That, that means you're able to see the panemius in Kol Dover. You're able to see literally, literally what's going on in the inside of life. You don't, just, you don't look at Sunday as Sunday. Sunday is not Sunday. Sunday is Yom Rishon. Yom Yom Rishon, that is connected to Shabbos. It's connected to Erev. Erev. It's the end of Rishchodesh. It's the end of Adar. Adar and Nisan are from the most powerful months of the year. Nisan is the only month, we'll talk more and more about it. Nisan is the only month that the shame that the Bnei Saskar, is Rabbi Spire or Sukharab is uh, from the Bnei Saskar, brings down. That, that uh, on every month is a tziruf of Shem Havaya. There's a, there's a tziruf, there's a combination of God's name in every month. And the month of Nisan is, is, uh, is Yud Kei Vav is straight, is, 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 is literally that you see everything biskalis, you see everything revealed. And what we have to do is we have to open up our eyes. We have to open up our eyes. When you say Pakeach Ivram in the morning, it's not just physically to say, to say, uh, thank you, Hashem, that I could see. Right? You could see, but be blind as a bat. What do you see? You see negativity. You see stupidity. You see mamish bad in other people that you're blind. A person sees bad in another person, the pshat is that you're blind. Not the pshat that you, Grada, I saw on Shabbos. It was unbelievable. It was a matana from Hashem. I don't know where it happened. I don't even, it happened so quick. Shabbos was the weirdest thing in the world. I don't even know what happened, but I said, oh my God, thank you, Hashem. I saw this, I saw this, this woman, this, she looked Hasidish from the back. She, was, she looked like Hasidish, and she's walking with her son with these long payas. And then I saw like the, them walking this dog. They're walking with a dog. And I was like, in one second, Baruch Hashem, I'm thankful for all of you here, and I'm thankful for, for the Chavit Chaim, I'm thankful that I have this close, that I mamish did not even have a second of like, of like, you know, Don, like, well, walking with the dog, whatever, I was just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. who knows, you know what I mean, whatever, I was like, awesome, great, and then in a, in a switch, in one second, I said to myself, oh my gosh, like, maybe, maybe it's a seeing eye dog, like, maybe it's a seeing eye dog, that was like my, my thought for a second, like, I, it was from it was like from afar, 
And I was like, wow, that's awesome. That's so unbelievable. I mean, you could take a picture of something and you can mamish be so, and I was like, thank you, Hashem, that I'm so not blind. <coughs> thank you, Hashem, that I'm so not blind to, to see whatever it is, the, the, the MS, to see the Pneumius Hadavar. To see, I don't care whether it's true. I don't care if it's not true. I don't care if they're Hasidic. The what? Oh, you know who it is? Yeah, okay. So I'm saying, that, so Baruch Shakivanti, you know what I'm saying? So, so, and then you could have, and I, and I was far away. So a person could look far away and say, oh, what's going on? And how could they? And I'll call him a gobble behema, a kelev is gematria behema, and do a whole lumdisha, right, schmooze, and oy vey, we got to make machaz, and what's going on in my neighborhood? What's going on? And this is all the reason for gullus. You wacko! You're the reason for gullus. You're the problem. You think they're the problem? You're the problem. You think it's them who's the problem? You're the problem. You're the one who's negative. You're the one who's got problems. You're the one who has to work on yourself. And when you think like that, you're, ah, you're free. You're free. So Baruch Shekivanti. I didn't even have to, it wasn't even in the Sayyid. Baruch Hashem, Mamash wasn't in the Sayyid. But the reason it's not in the Sayyid, I can tell you the reason why it's not in the Sayyid is because, I could say it's because when you sit and shear every day, right, what shear is this, Yitzhi? <coughs> This is sheer 95. Sheer 95. When you when you're 95 times a year, you sit and you and you and you do what we do 95 times over and over and over and over again. It's like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva. We all have a heart of stone. But every day you drip and you drip more love for the Jewish people, more Don Lakovskus, more suddenly what happens is your heart starts opening up. That's that's what happens. That's what happens. Why not say it wasn't Nisan in the past? What? Why not say it wasn't Nisan in the past? It's not, it's not true. Because yeah. I'm saying it wasn't in the sign. I didn't have an... You had an initial thought. Okay, I'll take, I'm initial. saying I'll take it. It wasn't in the sign. I know I didn't have a negative thought for a second. I'm saying it was... I, I, would, it, I don't mind saying it was in the sign. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was not in the sign. I didn't have any Yitzhahara or I didn't have any uh, suffix to judge anything. It was just great how I just judged twice. Good. But in a Hanami, I'm saying, if it wasn't a sign, I would definitely take credit for the sign. But it was not an a sign. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I have Nisayinus and Hashem. Right? I'm not worried about my Nisayinus. But, uh, but thank you. Thank you for the, uh, thank you for the, for the giving me credit that I don't deserve. But thank you. I'll tell you the sign. The, the, the only thing you could say is that what a person has to do is he has to learn every day. You have to learn. Every day. That's all you got to do. So you got to do it. You got to learn how to love Jews every day more and more. And you have to include yourself in that love. No matter how old you are, no matter how, how much Gemara you learn, no matter how, how from you think you are, the frumer you think you are, and the more you learn, the more you have to judge yourself even better. The, the more you have to judge yourself better. Yes, Rabbi Yehuda. I'm just actually going to make a, I'm a little thirsty. Baruch Every time, like let's say it's a group, every time the group is saying, 
that this is what the group's about, and this is what we're trying to do. And they're stressing it like, like five times. And then like comes the sixth time, and it's like somebody could say, I don't know like if this group is for me. And it's kind of like, why not? And I'll say it because this group is, it, is, is to work on A, and like I just don't feel like I have to work on A. Even though every single time that the group happened, it's like, you know, even though our title might be A, so we're here to work on, you know, B, C, and D. And you're talking about, like, we're here to work on B, C, and D. It's all about B, C, and D. And somebody will leave it saying, yeah, because they're there to work on A. And, like, I don't need to work on A. And I'm not sure whether I'm being clear, but it's like a hollow because it happens a lot. And it's like, we have, like, that blindfold on of, like, because I already know, you know, what it's about. Even though we're there hearing that it's not what we thought it is, like we're just gonna shut it down. Even even when we're hearing so clearly, I'm not sure like I'm being so clear. Should I give an example? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not I, I think I'm understanding the concept. <clears throat> I think so. You're you're saying saying you could you could think that you that you already passed something and you don't have to work on it when it's not true. Yeah, that that but I think that it's even more like let's say there's a group to work on like meetings, right? And people decide to come together to work on meetings. Right. And at the and at the meeting they're constantly stressing And we're here to work on eating. To work on life. Right. No, no, no meeting, oh. like they're not saying meetings. Uh-huh. Like like we're we're here to work on life to come together to work through our daily problems. Right. You know? And then someone's gonna leave and they're gonna say, yeah, because I don't have to work on eating. And it's just really it's just really interesting because for the last five meetings we've been saying that this that that we're not coming specifically for the eating. It's me, you, 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 what you're trying to say, right? <laughs> I guess I I, uh, I gotta get it more more clear. I'm not sure. It's like, it is clear. Yeah, I'm not. Huh? Like like let's say let's say that I let's say that I smoke a lot. So I go to a group. To work on because, because I'm, I realize I have like issues smoking. Okay. Okay. Because it's a group that they're talking about smoking. Okay. And, going, and for five weeks straight, I'm hearing a lot that we're here to work on honesty, and we're here to work on bettering our like relationships. Okay. To be honest with ourselves. Okay. And things like that, and that's what they're talking about. Right. Right. It happens to be that this group started, let's say, because we, we all have issues smoking. At the meeting, they're always talking about relationships, being honest, and then I'll leave the group and say, why are you leaving? Yeah, because they're a meeting, you know, that talks about smoking, and like, I don't really work on smoking, and it's like, yo, like, where have you been for the last five meetings? Right. So, like, where we were saying before, that, like, we're walking blind. Right. It's like, a lot of times you walk with that blindfold on. Right. And it's like, you know, like, yo, come to Fishers, you know, like, let's talk about life, whatever, and it's like, yeah, but I don't know, because like, once it's like, yo, are you hearing what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure if it's going to be Yeah, yeah. Yeah, double time, double. Yeah, I think what you're really saying is amazing. A lot of times we focus on the problem, especially when it comes to addiction, and we don't understand it's an outcome of a life problem. So if you go to all these groups, most of the conversations are about honesty and preparation and not necessarily about the smoking or the gambling or whatever it is. So a guy could say, what do you mean I'm here for gambling? What are you talking to me about? 
that your wife got upset at you. I don't care about that. But no, that is the problem. Ah, very the problem good. is very good. emotions and handicap. Is that, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, and, and it's crazy that that I can go to five of those meetings and you're telling me that this is what it's about. And right. after you telling me five right. times, I'm still going to say, I don't want to talk to you because you're going to talk to me about that. Right, right. I just want to add to what Remy's saying. First off, Remy's on fire today. I don't know if Remy hasn't been here for a few days, so Remy has a lot saved up. Remy's spitting Mamash fire and Shabbat. Um, I, I heard over Shabbos the sensitivity as we're about to do the Hokus Lashanara of the Torah and the blueprint for life, that what's the reason that in Kisisa, the first two aliyahs were very long? Because the Torah was worried that 3,000 or 2,000 years <coughs> later, an Israel that was part of the Azov is going to get an aliyah and keep it tzad. So that's why we left it to Levine that they weren't involved, that one should not be Bitsar even years later. That is how much we should, that we should be sensitive. And I saw, I forgot the name of who, I was looking, I think this is the Pasuk, but uh, he saw someone going to Matzis, um, uh, yelling at the people. So he said, what are you yelling at them? So he said, what do you mean, L'shem Matzis Mitzvah? You gotta you got, uh, you got be careful. So he said the Pasuk before says, and someone that gets angry is is either So you said first focus on that before you comment. And, and I think this is this is the main point. There is no way a person goes out to a positive um, a life without doing this every day. I, 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 I see this all day. I talk to people that are 60, parents, um, people miss life. Because they can't bring themselves to honesty to say, I made a mistake, I'm wrong. And the more we talk about it, this, where I had the game by miles and miles, this was the, the, the head of the, of the yeshiva and everyone else. So we just got to do this every day, keep on coming back, and good things happen. And if we spoke about addiction, um, many people walk into the addiction room, especially in the gambling, and they say, you guys are going to cover my debt, a million shekel? What do you have to offer? They say, no, just come sit, talk, and good things will happen. And I guarantee, and I've seen it, any person that sat in that room, it, it, it took time, but he got out of his den, etc. So one day at a time, and we come to freedom of our mind and loving other people. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, let's begin with the halachas. Yes, Hassan. See you a shout this year. Yeah. I had to like um, like investigate on some sort of some sort of business. I had to ask somebody about him, and um, some this year for so much. I, I, you know, like when you have the feeling when you like listen to Tia Shekhar and you're like I have to hear every single one. You're like matza, like I'm gonna eat like within two minutes the most matza. I felt like I'm like walking, I'm like walking like a very narrow bridge because I have to ask somebody about this guy, and like potentially it's gonna be. I did it. I, I, I hope I did the right thing, but I was so I was so happy I'm here that I had this like feeling I was I was scared that I you know was like, crazy. Wow, wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh you didn't hear. 
he was saying how he had to in, uh, inquire about a situation about somebody or business, whatever it was, and he had this, he had yira, he literally had fear because of coming to Shir and his sensitivity to, towards Hilchus Lashon Hara, that he mamish was afraid. He said, I'm not sure, I hope I did the right thing, but the yira of, of listening to someone else uh, maybe say something negative about someone, you know, it was incredible, Nisan, incredible, 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 wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Something from this uh, last week's parsha, Sisa, I heard of uh, Biederman uh, says, I, I think I shared the video in the group, uh, he brought the uh, Medrash. Um, he said, without this Medrash, it would be impossible to say. And the brisk rub would always get on fire when he said, when he said this. Uh, Medrash says that Moshe didn't believe Hashem when Hashem told him uh, that she has amcha, right? Uh, your, your nation did a fate. Moshe didn't believe him, otherwise he would have Came, came down and broke the luchas immediately. No, he waited until he saw it with his own eyes what happened, and only then, he, like, even from Ish Nehman, he didn't believe that the said that your, your nation sinned, and Moshe was like, no, no, no. Unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Okay, let's, let's uh, learn a halacha. You express it without meaning to degrade. You're not allowed to engage in conversation through which a negative action can be deduced about someone, even though the negative information that was deduced was not the intention of the conversation. For example, you say, my heart goes out to Yisrael. He has so many expenses lately. Unfortunately, his wealthy father-in-law does not plan on helping him. So your intention is to express your sympathy to Yisrael that he's in a bad financial shape. However, since a negative fact is implied about his father-in-law, you're not allowed to discuss it. Sometimes you don't even mean to talk negatively about someone. You are trying to bring out a different point altogether. But if the result is that a negative point is implied, then you're not allowed to say it. For example, you cannot discuss someone's actions if it will put him in a negative light, even if he wasn't obligated to perform that action. For example, I don't understand why this person did not want to chip in to buy the present for this other person. So even though the person does not have to chip in and spend money to buy the present, just the fact that you're saying it in a negative light, that would be Lashon Hara. Day 27, page 75. Um, doesn't say the source for the Hilchas Lashon Hara. Yeah, Hashem will help each and every one. Any questions or comments on that? Yeah, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to today and every day. I think one of the most powerful things as we began speaking about it, the most powerful thing that a person can, can really have, uh, that is the ability for a person to, to renew himself and to change himself and to be able to look at things differently to look at himself differently, to look at other people differently, and, and it's one of the things a person has to daven for. You have to daven for it. And it takes time. It takes time and patience. It takes a person learning himself. It takes a person totally more uh, in, in invested in himself and in his midos, understanding his bad midos, understanding what he has to work on, and the frustration that we get many times is really the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara wants us to get frustrated that we have so much to work on. But uh, it's the biggest bracha in the world. 
especially when you're younger. When you're younger and younger, you know, the more you have to work on, that's what life's about. When you get to be my age, when you get to be a little bit older, it could get much uh, more, uh, like I've said many times, to wear a t-shirt, no regrets, when you're 19, 20, 21 years old, big deal. What, what regrets do you, what did you, what'd you do already? You're a, you're a rebellious teenager? No regrets. When you're 50 years old, when you're 60 years old, and you can wear a t-shirt, t-shirt that says, forget the t-shirt, if you could really have no regrets, then, then, you, then you made it somewhere. Then you made it somewhere. Right now, don't worry about your, don't worry about anything. You have problems, great. That's why you're put in this world. You're put in this world to have problems. Even, even when you get to my age, even as you get older and older. So you have problems, that's what, that, that, that's what life is about. Life is about whack-a-mole. You can have problems and problems till the day, hopefully till the day you die. Hopefully till the day you die, because that's, that's what life is about. There's nothing to get upset about. There's nothing to get frustrated about. There's nothing to be worried about. There's nothing to be concerned about. If, if a person is, is, is working with himself, right, that's very important. We haven't spoken about that in a while, about uh, affirmations to learn how to think more beautifully about yourself. Yes, Aaron. Yes, please. Aaron Atzadeh. Oh, wow. Wow. That after you. Oh, watch out. Just, uh, just to talk, uh, thank you so much. Just to, um, just to talk about this topic of, of, uh, of um, you know, dealing with problems and, and, uh, and this topic. Ah, another accomplishment. 
I sit down, I eat something, I make a bracha. Ah, another accomplishment. I, 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 I accomplish so much, you know? And uh, so that's what I'm saying, that when I came here to yeshiva and I'm learning Torah, I just, I feel like I took things to a whole other level. And I can feel, and I'll just end with this, that because I'm on a whole other level, I feel like, you know, I've, I, 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 I feel like I can get down on myself because, because I'm not, you know, keeping up to that part. The truth is, is because I'm moving up, like, it's easy to feel like I'm crazy, you know? I'm, I'm very excited to see, uh, to see what's going to happen in the next few months with, with me and everyone else here because it's, uh, oh, man, there's people out there, I'm telling you, Beautiful. Yes, Rabbi Erblach. That it's old, that it's harder when you're older. It's only it's only harder if you if you don't. It's only harder if if, if a person doesn't make his path in life uh, connected to change and growth. If you're if you're living a life, that's what I was saying to my students of Meltzer. If you're if you're living your life connected to Hashem and you're living your life that life is about growth and change. Or you look at someone like Rafi Shatar. This past year, he's in the base medrash, learning Torah, coming to Mitzvah Jisharim, right, changing his life. Has your life changed? Absolutely. Right. So, so, so. so I mean, where, where I was five years ago. Right. So I'm saying, but 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 the beauty of that, the physic for that, is that is that when you're 18, 19, 20, 21. 22, that's when you're in your prime. You're in your prime of change and growth 
you're in your prime. It doesn't mean that when you get older and older, you're not going to continue changing and changing. But what the Yitzhahara does to a person is he makes it that, oh gosh, I have so much to do. I have so much that I have to work on. Like Aaron, like Aaron Mattel said so beautifully, they say that's the pshat, I'll just say it quickly, and then we'll learn a little Masil Sisharim. They say that's the pshat, la'olam yilmad adam shalai lishma. Right, a person should always be learning shalai lishma, shalai lishma, shalai lishma. So they say, why is it la'olam? I think you're always learning shalai lishma. Don't you want to get to a point where it becomes lishma? Why does the Gemara say, la'olam yilmad adam shalai lishma? Always be learning so they say what Aaron Mattel was saying is the pshat that you always want to be renewing yourself and getting to a higher level and a higher level so that what you thought was lishma, the next time you get there you're like, I thought that was lishma, that wasn't lishma, that was low lishma. The more a person is growing and growing and growing and growing, he's like, I thought I knew myself then? Oh my gosh, I so didn't know myself. And then the next year you're like, oh my gosh, I thought I knew myself then? Oh gosh, no way, I don't know myself at all. And you keep on peeling off layers and layers and layers and layers. Because the truth is, because we're physical and we live in the world that we live in, there's no end to the layers that we have of the panemius of who we truly are. Who we truly are, there's no end to that. And as the Ramchal says, as Vasil Sharm says at the end, we just learned it, he says that even if you get that clarity one day, it's going to be lost the next day. A person always has to stay clear. A person always has to remind himself. It's not the shot like, okay, I got the clarity of this is what life's about. I flipped the switch. It's clear, and I don't have to work anymore. No, it's a constant, it's a constant, I don't want to use the word battle because that scares everybody. It's not a constant battle. It's, it's a constant process of, of, of being true to yourself. It's a constant process of working on yourself. It's a constant process and, and just wait a minute to show until you get married. Wait till you get married. You want to be a good husband? You want to be a good father? That's, that's so much work that goes into that. You can't just say, okay, that's it. I'm, 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 uh, you know, I'm going to be a good husband, and that's it. You gotta, you gotta, every morning you have to be a good husband. Every afternoon you have to be a good husband. Every night you have to be a good husband. Every time your kid comes home, you're going to be in a bad mood. You're going to be in a bad mood. And, and, and get angry at your, at your son, at your daughter, because you're in a bad mood, that's, that's, that's what happens. Because you don't work on yourself, you're going to make other people suffer. That's what happens. What? Are you allowed to be? I can't help but Good, good. So keep that every day of your life. 
But I also need to... I'm not a robot. Good. So you'll come here, and you'll sit in the Silsu Sharm, and you'll hold your breath until you come in the Silsu Sharm, and that's what you'll do. Don't give up already. You already gave up on being a perfect husband. You could be, you could be whatever you want to be, Shlaimi. You'll let up all your stuff over here in Yeshiva. Exactly. 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 Yes. My wife is listening to this amazing podcast called The Happiness Lab. Yeah. Um, and she shared something with me. Uh, you made, made me listen to it. Um, where the person on the podcast is interviewing uh, Michael Phelps' Life Flow Coach. He knew immediately, he's soon like 11 years old. He's been coaching him from 11 years old. He's been coaching Michael Phelps. Um, and he told the story of the 2008 Olympics. Uh, where Michael Phelps has been training for this moment, 200 meter butterfly. He's from Remy's town. Who? Phelps? Michael. Really? I didn't know that. And um, and it's like, big, like one of the big events. And Michael Phelps dives into the water, and 20 meters in, he realizes that his goggles are filling up with water. And to stop breaks, to break stroke and to flip throw off his goggles, he'd be disqualified. So what do you do? He, uh, he closed his eyes, and he's been practicing, uh, like he knew exactly what to do, uh, because he'd been practicing, like he knew exactly how many strokes, so that he, the way he did it, when he, uh, he counted his strokes, one, two, three, oh, the wall is here, now, flip, go the other way, and he hit it on like that. Um, and after the race, uh, first of all, he was annoyed that he, even though he won the gold and he broke the world record, he was still annoyed because he knew he could have gotten a second and a half under, his coach told him, like, shut up. Put a smile on, you're in front of a billion people, you just want gold. Um, but they asked him afterwards, how was it to swim blind? Like exactly how I imagined it to be. Because his coach is instilling in him this, this software to have positivity, build, building it, imagine, imagine yourself winning gold, and every, even when you're thinking about your, uh, thinking about practice, it's almost as if you're practicing itself, because you're still firing those same neurons as if you were actually in practice. At some point, Michael Phelps got bored with that, and he was practicing negative thinking. You're like, okay, not everything's perfect, I'm not gonna win, and I, let me imagine every single step along the way if something happens. So, like, yeah, something bad is gonna happen, you're gonna be angry at your wife, like, what's your practice now, what's your reaction gonna be? So I know that if my goggles fill up with water, I need to know exactly how many strokes it is to the wall to flip over. Beautiful. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Rabbi, you're good? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. okay. Mirza Shem will be Zoycha not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, Rechilos, us, and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay, we're up to number seven, seven out of ten. We have a few minutes of Masil Sisharim. We left off talking about Sheker about being a liar. And the Ramchal says, remember, we're in the middle of, of the uh, challenges that people have when they're hanging around people. When you're hanging around people, you're going to go ahead and it begins with the person uh, verbally abusing people. That was number one. Um, number two is a person giving a bad advice. Number three, we said, is Rechilas and Lashon Hara. Number four is hatred and a revenge. 
Number five is not keeping your word. And number six, we said, is being a liar and not speaking the truth. And um, did we say the Gemara? We learned the Gemara, yeah. We learned the Gemara together. Gemara in Sanhedrin. Um, now we come to Ante Hill Hashem, which is very, very powerful. And I will read this inside and we'll just learn it together because this is one of the most powerful uh, paragraphs in the Silsi Sharam, uh, in my opinion. Especially someone who is a uh, Ben Torah, somebody who, especially if you wear a white shirt, especially if you're someone who has a beard, um, especially if you're someone who represents Torah, uh, says the Mesil Sisharim, and it's very, very scary. And the language that he says is, Lefi mashuhu nechshav be'ene adar, tzorach shizbonen lebilti asos tover, bilti hagun liish kamoso is that it's all how you're viewed in the eyes of other people. If people view you as a, uh, as a represent, representative of God, a representative of Torah, So too you have to be careful in how you act in the eyes of other people. And here comes the Mesil Zisharim. Uh, this is one of the most four or five lines of if there's anything uh, that you learn about life, especially living in Eretz Yisrael. Um, this is very, very important, especially in Eretz Yisrael, because people think that a Chil Hashem is to Goyim, it's a greater Chil Hashem to Jews. So there's more of a chance that a person can make a Chil Hashem in Israel than it is when he's in America or if you're in another country. And here, listen to what the Mesil Sisharim teaches us. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to give a little, a little prayer, a little davening before we read this line, these lines, because these are uh, the most powerful lines I think that anybody could have in his life, especially that we're here in Yeshiva learning Torah. So I hope that we will be zocha to live this, all of us. He says, Kvoda Torah, Shemi Shemar Halimud Bayarba Kamokain Biosher Batikan Amidos. Says the Mesilsi Sharim, the more Torah you learn, the more you have to fix your Midos. So the more Torah you learn, the more Midos you have to fix. So if you learn more Torah, and this is what I've said many times. I'm saying this again. Uh, you could spread it to any person. I'm very proud to say this. Is that if you're not learning an hour of Musr a day, if not two hours of Musr a day, then you will fall into this trap that the Mesil Sushar is saying. I'm confident to say that. I've heard that from, a, from an Adam Gadol. I heard that about 10, 15 years ago. But at this point, I don't even need him to, to I don't even need to rely on that. Um, I know that this from my own life is that the more Torah you learn, the more Musr you have to learn. The more Torah you learn, the more and more you have to learn. The more you think you're a hot shot, and the more you think that you're connected to Hashem, and the more you think you, you passed all the things that you passed, and I got past everything that I passed, and I've been a grace at Tzaddik, and I'm this, and I learned Torah all day, that's when you need to learn even more Musr. And this is what he says. Why? Because if you learn a lot of Torah, and then you don't have a tikkun amidos, and you don't have perfect midos, perfect midos, perfect midos, yes, yes, 
You have to strive for that, to have perfection, right? You have to strive for that. Whether you reach that or not, that's one thing. That's what you have to strive for. Goyrim bizoyon, you are causing a disgrace to the Torah. You are disgracing the Torah. If you cause a bizayon to the Torah, you are causing a bizayon to God. You are causing a bizayon, which is a disgrace to God Himself. This is what he says. You can't get him shot, right? People like to argue, oh, is, this, is the Torah there? To, is it an end in itself? Is it a means to an end? Right? Whatever. I'm not even going to go there. Right? The Ramchal says straight out, Shenosan lanu es Torahso hakadosha. Hashem gave us His Torah, vitzivanu la and He told us to work and to learn Torah. Why? Lahasig al yada shleimu The purpose of a sitting in yeshiva, the purpose of you sitting and you going to shear and getting shear. The purpose of you harving in Torah, whatever level you're at, right? Rabbi Yitzi Ackerman, right, is a Kiddush Hashem. Rabbi Yitzi Ackerman is a Kiddush Hashem. Rabbi Yitzi Ackerman is a Kiddush Hashem, right? You go ahead and learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. Seven and a half years, learn and learn. But be a nice guy. Be a sweet person. Make that make you sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and better and more humble and more humble. Like I've said many times, a guy goes ahead, and this is a very normal thing that happens. You start getting all stark, you start getting all serious, and then suddenly you have no patience for anybody because you're holier than everybody else. Get yourself back into the base medrash and learn some musr the second that happens. The second that happens that you think you're better than somebody, you know what that means? That means you're not learning enough musr and you're not learning enough about what the Torah is about. Oh, is it a high level? Yes, it's a high level. It's a high level. Then don't learn Torah. Don't learn Torah. And then don't dress like a Ben Torah. Don't claim yourself to be a Ben Torah. And then you have an excuse to, be, to go ahead and to, be, to act a certain way. But if you are dressed a certain way, if you represent something, and it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter. You can't excuse and say, well, they don't know. They don't know. He says clearly... He says, "Kefi rabbis chashivusai lefi mashu nechshav be'ene hadar." The way other people look at you, you can't say, "Oh, okay, whatever, whatever." What do they know? They don't know. No, yeah, yeah, you have to be very, very careful. It's a very dangerous thing that we're learning. Very dangerous thing. And Ramchal says that's the seventh out of ten things that could be dangerous for a person in this world. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap it up. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Very, very scary thing. I yes. Think, uh, I, I, I'm struggling with it, as I mentioned to Rabbi. I just want to be a simple person. Right. I want to be a rabbi. Right. And uh, I just want to learn, and, or whatever. And Rabbi always says, no one asks you. And, right. Well, right. And it's a, I'm sharing my, it's scary to me what I can become. Right. It's scary the responsibility. Correct. And, uh, so it's a scary thing what Rabbi's saying. I'd rather <coughs> just go punk, just be a punk, and accept this, that people look at me. As I told someone, I can't even go to the shuk to get a beer 
people see me on the videos now that I'm a rabbinical figure. And uh, yeah, it's a scary, scary thing. I give you a scared and more scared and more scared. You never lose your being scared. The second you lose your being scared, then you're in trouble. And it's beautiful to be scared. And the more you learn, and the older you get, and the more people listen to your dafyomi, and the more people believe you, the scarier it becomes. The scarier it becomes. And if people don't like that, like I say to Rabbi Tzvi, and I'll say to everybody, tough luck. And it's like what we spoke about the sheer the other day. And I'm going to say it stronger and strong. If you can't handle it, then get out of the kitchen. If you can't handle people looking at you, then, then go work a, a, as a computer. Go work for Michael Jordan, Rabbi. Work playing at the media stage. Correct. Go, go, correct. Go, then go work with two computers. Go become a tailor. Don't work with other people. If you're going to hurt other people, if people are going to look at you and say, this is how a Rebbe acts, this is how a rabbi acts, then don't be a rabbi. Then shave your beard, go home, and go work. Go work as a computer analyst for the government. And that's fine. Then you could be obnoxious and mean and make all the mistakes that you want to that you want to make. But if you're representing Torah, then then you're in big trouble. And if you don't want to represent Torah, then get undressed and put on jeans and a t-shirt. Take off your yarmulke and act however you want to act. If you're acting and you're wearing a yarmulke, you're putting on a beard, and they're looking at you as Haredi, tough noogies. Leave Israel. Don't live in Israel if you can't handle that. People look at Haredi and they have expectations. Then move to France. Move to Mr. Potato Headland. Move, move to wherever you want to move to. Dr. Seuss land, Mr. Seuss. We can't call a doctor anymore. Move anywhere else. But if you're going to be in Eretz Israel, you're going to be part of, of a representation of, of what a Jew is and what a Jew is supposed to be, tough luck. Get out of here. And get out of here. Then don't do what you're doing because you're a bizarre, you're a disgrace to the Torah. And it's one of the reasons that people go off the derech. It's one of the reasons that people hate Hashem. It's one of the reasons why people hate the Jewish people. It's one of the reasons why people hate the Torah is because of our fault. It's our fault, yes. It's the B'nai Torah. It's our fault of Corona. It's our fault that there's problems in the world. Yes, that's what we B'nai Torah know to be true. It's the truth. The hatred is because we are not doing what we need to be doing. It's not the Chilonim. It's not them. It's not them. It's us. It's me and you. It's me and you. And if you can't handle that, if you can't handle that, then, then, then go to college. Go to a university and grow your hair long, have a ponytail, and be a guy and do whatever the heck you want to do. But if you're in the Torah and you're connected to the Torah, then boy, you have a standard that you have to live to that you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. And if you can't handle that, tough on you. That's your problem. Okay, we'll end off with that. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be Zoka. We should be Zoha. We should be Zoha. There are no questions and comments on that. There are no questions and comments on that. No, no. Yes. There's no questions or comments on that. I'm not letting any questions or comments on that. We're going to end off with that. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha. Let us each and every one of us be Zoha to.
to be connected to that truth at all times. Let us be connected to that truth at all times because that's the Amos, like Aaron Patel said so beautifully. If a person is Zoha to sit in Yeshiva, a person is Zoha to be connected to the most beautiful thing in the world, then we need to somehow figure out how to be how to be true to that and to understand how important it is when we realize that it holds up the world. If you're going to tell me that the President of the United States, you're going to tell me the, the Bibi Netanyahu, you're going to tell me that every little move, I've always, like, judged this, whenever I see it, I'm like, everything that person does, everything he does, unless he's in a, he's in a private room. You think about a, a, a you know, like, see what Rabbi Tzu was saying about Michael Jordan. You take, a, you take somebody who's a, who's a famous person, every little nuance that he's going to make, they're going to have... Uh, cameras, and they're going to write about it. So we're, we're a billion times more hushing than the President of the United States and Bibi Netanyahu. No offense, Bibi Netanyahu is a yid. He's a, beautiful, he's a beautiful person. But I'm saying a person who sits and learns Torah, a person who goes ahead and works on himself, he's holding up the world. He's holding up the world. I have that, and it gets nervous here. That's where all the anxiety comes from. Okay, Baruch Hashem. We have therapists, we have this. You can do all these things to help if you get anxious because of this conversation. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. You have a moon. Shem should help us all. We should be Zoha as it's Erev Rosh Nisan. I got what? I got to let people talk. Okay, the thing I got to let people talk. I, I, like, every time there is a conversation about when you learn Torah, how great you become. So always, guys, like you could hear, like we're all traumatized from, from the days before. But guys need to, need to understand that a person that learns Torah the whole day, he's not an angel. So yes, your Rebbe messed up in something you saw. He's not, he's not a mala, and he shouldn't play a game as, as if he's a mala. Yes, I'm a human being, and I'm just, yes. I was already proud to call Zeddy Goldstone last night. You know, that I felt our hitavut uh, by not smoking an isig. I had an isig last night. I called him, and he did not. What can I do? I'm learning Torah, but I felt. We had a contact. So should I play the game and like, oh, I know it's 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 more Chil Hashem that I felt first. Why is that a Chil Hashem? Because I'm learning Torah more years, so I should be more stronger. But uh, it's like, stronger to say that I failed with my music than it is to pretend. <laughs> yeah, and it took me time to Strong understand that. Like, I got to He's learning, and he's, he's a human being. He's like. He, you shouldn't go off the derrick because you saw once you're ready. I don't know. Let's go. The truth is, everything that Shishi said is I'm listening to Shishi because I don't want to miss anything. But on the same time, I've been waiting for an hour for.
Like I was talking to somebody the other day, what do you what do you gotta worry about your flight? The chef is taking care of everything, and then at the same time, I'm getting frustrated over here. Like so I'm a big talker. Like I was telling somebody, just have that one that I've been talking and it's okay. This is what the Rajal wants me to see. If uh a wheel is uh, a patient person or if he's you know he gets frustrated, gets angry, gets you know and, and Revolta says that every every block of Gemara, <laughs> every lot of Gemara that you learn, if you don't find some way, because what's the goal of learning Gemara? The, learning gemara the goal of learning Gemara is about not to be drunk. You have to know the ways of God. Mahu Rahum, let's say Mahu Chacham, Mahu Rahum, Mahu Chanun, Chanun. Just like he's compassionate, you have to be compassionate. You have to be loving, you have to be loving. Mahu Gaimon Chesed, like you know, he says, no matter what you learn, you can be learning church, not just as a para, you can be learning about something to give up. How am I, like every every single thing that you learn, you have to know, okay, how is this going to affect my life as a, as a, as a, a person who's going in the world? <laughs> I want to thank the Rosh Hashiva for giving, but while I'm on the phone and getting frustrated, that I'm getting the message, right? <laughs> getting the message while I'm on the phone. Yeah, Hashem will help all of us. We should have, we'll have Siat Deshmaya of help from. Hashem is communicating to you. And don't get lost. Don't get lost in the... Don't get lost. What Rathul is asking is, is uh, so how do you deal feel you're being attacked or you feel that someone is putting you down and looking at you a certain way because of who you are? And I'm telling Rathul, what God is, is that Hashem lead like you are my Yadam, Hashem lead my Yadam, 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 my it's not the people in the elevator doing that. It's 
It's not the person who says, oh, you this, you do that, and that. It's all Hashem. When you realize it's not your wife. It's not your wife. It's not your children. It's not your father. It's not your roommate. It's all Hashem sending you a message. When you realize that Hashem is sending me the message, you will never get upset at anyone. You're not going to judge anyone because it's not the guy standing in front of you. It's Hashem who wants to deliver a message to you. And he chose this person. Now to hug the person. The tzaddikim. There's a high level. The tzaddikim. The tzaddikim. I heard this from, I don't know if anyone here, but the real knows him, Eli Cheshen. Eli Cheshen is a very close friend of mine whose grandfather was Revelable Cheshen. I don't know if anyone heard of him. Cheshen from the famous Cheshen's in Yerushalayim. They have a quote called the Lamedbub Tzaddikim of Yerushalayim. This Rukheshin was in, is one of the Lamedvav Tzadikim. He told me a story about his grandfather that he used to give sheer, he used to give sheer to, uh, you know, different Sephardim uh, and some people all over the place. And he says one time there was this crazy guy in the sheer, and he was sitting there after the sheer. This guy was a Tzadik of Tzadikim. Imagine now all the tzaddikim you can imagine. Ravel Bukheshin was known. Ask anyone in Yerushalayim. Ravel Bukheshin, you've heard of it. Ravel Bukheshin was, they found out after he died, they looked at his sunglasses, that, that they thought he was wearing sunglasses. He wasn't wearing sunglasses. They were painted. He would walk around not looking at anything. Wouldn't see anyone for his whole life. He was kaddish, kaddish. He was in the middle of giving shear once, and someone, don't try this at home, anyone. This is not for us. Someone came over to him after Shear. His grandson told me the story. Someone came over to him after the Shear. He was a little bit of a, of a crazy guy and whacked him in the face. He whacked him in the face. Thomas slapped the, the, the rub in the face. Could you imagine? Right after Shear, you Now, you can imagine his chassidim, his guys wanted to kill this guy. And he stood up. He stood up. He said, it's not the guy. Hashem wanted me to get this Spira, he wanted me to get a frost, he wanted me to get a hit, and thank you so much. And he was like, he was like, yeah, lovely guy, awesome, blah, blah, blah. Now obviously that's a very, very high level. Very high level, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You're at a gas station, someone's rude to you. You drive over here, someone's rude to you. You walk someone, someone says something to you. It's all Hashem giving you a message. Don't get confused. Don't get confused. And that's in my general, In general, what is the message when you have these situations that happen again and again? But because you dress a certain way, what, what is the message? Yeah. Yeah. The message is I gotta work on myself, whatever it is. Exactly. Gotta, not, not on a personal level. I, I feel like I represent something, and I feel like there's a situation where a lot of people are eating what I represent. Yeah. And, so maybe and, you're, so you're, so maybe you, maybe we can talk personally about it and say, maybe Hashem is sending you a good message that you're not getting. <laughs>
friend, and I just, and I told, I said, what just happened? And I was speaking to somebody, I said, I just have to learn patience. She's like, oh, it's a whatever it is. But I, while I was talking to her, I realized that we cause ourselves so much problems. We cause ourselves problems, right? It says, our b'kath Hashem chesed is a Somebody's b'kath Hashem, let chesed come to him. It's, he'll be able to see the chesed that's already around, right? All I needed to do was just be away. I'm sitting there, not being patient. The moment I, I got a little bit of, of clarity, the original says, okay, I don't need to test you anymore. You got it. You got it. So that, that's what we gotta do. That's that fits with what, what, what Raphila was asking. It, it could be if something keeps on happening to you and you keep on wondering why is this happening to me? Why does this keep on happening to me? So you gotta say, okay, I don't know. I, I, I guess I haven't gotten the message. But either way, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoka, as Rabbi Chi says, just keep on coming back. The key is we just have to do this. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. All we gotta do is keep on learning the Hilchus Lashon Hara. All we gotta do is keep on learning the Sosha Shara. All we gotta do is keep on being honest with ourselves and trying as best as we can to grow, to change, to want to see the good, to want to become better. Whatever everyone has to work on, Lady Yudea Marasnapier, everybody knows we're in a generation where it used to be, right, the, the, the Hal says it a few places, it used to be a time where a person wouldn't know what he has to work on. Nowadays, Parth Hashem, we know what we have to work on. And if you don't know what you have to work on, and you're like, oh, there's nothing to work on, boy, you're in big trouble. If you, if you, don't, if you don't know what you have to work on. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zofa to, to, as we end the month of Adar, which Nechmas Adar, Aram Simcha, is that Adar is a month of Ula and Nisan Abada, the Nisan Nikolu. Nisan, we're preparing the whole Adar, is all a preparation for Nisan. Hashem will help and we'll all see miracles. Hashem, us, all the Jewish people, have an incredible last week of this man. This is the last week of this man. Hashem, up. The last, the first last week of this man, the last first week of this man. Of this man. But we had that by the Super What are we going to have? Second cup, second first cup. And Hashem will help all of us be Zoka to make the best of our days, to make the best of our moments. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shabbat